0: Welcome to Cinema Talk, the podcast of the UW Cinematheque. This is Ben Reiser, and I'm a programmer here. While our campus venues remain closed, the Cinematheque continues our series of view-at-home screenings with the Paths to Home trilogy by Amir Chikaros. Born and raised in Istanbul, Chikaros received his MFA in film from the UW-Milwaukee Peck School of the Arts, where he is currently an associate lecturer in film, video, and animation. In the Paths to Home Trilogy, Chikoros casts his gaze on his family, and in particular his mother and father, approaching their stories, emigrating from Bulgaria to Turkey, being treated as outsiders, suffering with illness and loneliness, surviving and passing along traditions both sacred and domestic, from unique and intimate angles. Chikoros wields a sly, deadpan sense of humor, and his trilogy paints a complicated, nuanced, and sometimes contradictory portrait of the family unit and his place within it. Though each of the three pieces vary wildly in form and tone, seen together they form a cohesive whole, an unforgettable deep dive into what makes Chikoros the man and filmmaker that he is. I recently had the chance to talk to Chikoros, and we talked about the trilogy, and about exploring one's roots through filmmaking, and about the art of adding eggshells to one's hand-washed laundry. Here now is our conversation. So, Amir, nice to have you here with us at Cinema Talk. I'm really excited that we're going to get to show your entire trilogy, two photographs, Revza and Dad's Apple. So I watched them all again last night in a row. Thank you. And I thought, obviously you are packaging the three of them together, but actually turning them into like one film, like sort of three chapters of a sort of a feature length film. Is that something you've considered at all now that they're all done?
1: Well, I never thought about that, but it's a good idea, Ben. I like that.
0: It's interesting. I, I I really love all three films and um, Thank you. but seeing them all together is powerful. It 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 allows you to see all three films in a different light and to like really think about them as a whole. And the, and the stories oh. that you're telling
1: That's an amazing idea and I I never thought about that and I love it. And I would like to talk about it more later on with you about that.
0: So first of all, Two Photographs, which was the first film of this trilogy that you made. And I, I keep okay. saying film, but I know but I noticed that you are very specific in your on in your credits, you call them videos. Yes. And that's because and I didn't realize this maybe until I saw you call two photographs a video, like looking at it, and then also looking at Dad's Apple. Because they're in that 4.3 format
1: mm-hmm. as opposed mm-hmm. to sixteen
0: nine, they mm-hmm. almost feel like they are sixteen millimeter films.
1: Dad's Apple is sixteen and printed to uh t- t- shot in 16 and transferred to the digital
0: and what about two photographs
1: it's video uh i think i said a film by emir chikarros at, at at the end of dead zeppel not video but oh, other okay. two uh, the other two were video because i know of the film is a kind of not the medium itself when you say a film by but i felt more comfortable because it's a it's a video and I made it in, on a video and I just prefer to say a video by that's why but the dad's apple should be a film by I think I didn't put video
0: so two photographs which isn't 16 but is in that 4x3 sort of a, yes. some people Old call school. It like yes. academy ratio format yes. and that's because it was shot on standard definition video yes
1: yes and also I choose perfect I choose 4x3 because I was going to frame uh, photographs because reframe the photographs. This is the reason I I, I went to uh, 4:3. I could have s- filmed it 16:9 still, you know, standard format, but still, uh, you know, 16.9. But I wanted to go uh, 4:3 because of the it's close to the uh, photograph uh, format itself.
0: That makes sense. But then Revza is 16:9 sort of high def video. I'm yes, assuming.
1: Yes, yes, it is HD. Very cheap video camera. This Rebel Canon Rebel series four but i had a, i had good sound with that Sorry. i
0: think the images look really good thank you and i love i love that in a pinch you convinced your mom to hold um <laughs> hold a lamp at her face for the for the final monologue yeah so that you that you had some light in the shot um <laughs> But, um, but then you decided after these two videos to then go to 16 with Dad's Apples. What was this what was behind the decision to shoot Dad's Apple on film?
1: It was based on reenactments and I felt if I use film I thought it's going to be much more this nostalgic. It's going to feel much more belong to past. That was the reason I went through 60mm especially. I could have done that through post-production. They give this, like, a scratches. And I thought it's not mm-hmm. going to feel that genuine, uh, you know, it's not going to look like 100% film. It was expensive, but especially since I used my kid, uh, like a child actor in that film, it took <laughs> really lots of film to do that. But, yeah, I think it was worth it, you know. Yeah, I think I, I was very satisfied. And my wife was the cinematographer for that film. So it was totally like a family project. And it it felt great when we were filming
0: had your wife had any experience shooting films oh, yeah. or anything before yeah, she
1: was teaching film at uwm uh, for a while for a long time and then she decided to change uh, her path she wanted to be nurse but still she still makes films so she's a great uh cinematographer i will say that but you know being a filmmaker like me we need some uh, steady income so she wanted to uh, take this path after we have kids. So she would wanted to be nurse, but she t- she's still she's still uh, being an artist. Yeah, she she still does work.
0: She's a nurse, but she's an artist at heart. So okay, uh, so this actually brings me to another question that was going to come up later. But what the Good hell? Um, we're gonna we're gonna yeah, this is gonna be like a um, like a Quentin Tarantino film that goes back and forth in time. Sure, and, and uh, um, but, and but well, uh, so you play your father. Yes in dad's apple and your son rafi plays you was there ever any discussion about sarah maybe playing your mom yes
1: yes there was but uh the problem was with that uh first of all i really want her to i really wanted her to film uh that piece cinematographer that's much more priority Mm -hmm. than that and the person who uh, played my mom is from croatia so she's very close to Bulgaria, and she has this similar uh, face line and and I yeah. thought and I really like her too uh Sa- sasha and um, I asked her to be my mom, but yes, you're right first, we discussed with my uh wife about that why don't you be in this part of it but later on, I didn't really want to deal with another cinematographer you know uh I just wanted to be a family piece and friend piece, so I think this yeah. is the reason we went through with Sarah. If it was video, most likely she would be my mom. Uh, I guess, yeah, I guess. Ben, you're ama- okay, I mean, you're go- asking for very detailed things. I'm so like amazed and you know so great to like recognizing oh. all small things and thank you. Listen, go ahead.
0: I haven't even begun. Wait till we get to the real. <laughs> okay,
1: <detail>. okay. <laughs> Amazing.
0: Um, but okay, let's go back to two photographs sure, for a sure. second. Either and I wrote. I was writing notes when I was watching them last night. And the first note I have on this piece of paper is "Hollywood movie stars." And then I, when I was putting those notes to the computer this morning, I couldn't remember whether that's something you say in the movie or that's just what I thought. Because I know that's when it. I first see that shot of your parents that. in that first photograph of them, they really do look like you know glamorous you. movie stars.
1: Yeah, I said that. I said that.
0: You do. Say yeah, you remember Ooh. right. <laughs> yes, you remember that, um, and then it's so, and then it's also, and you know, and then when we get to the second photograph with your father in bed, mm. and he's is he in the hospital? Yes, he is. He in is in the show. hospital, yeah.
1: very poorly maintained.
0: You know that. Yeah, it's quite it's it's quite startling. I think we learn in Dad's Apple that you were sent to live with your your aunt upstairs, and your, yes, and, and your grandmother, and, and the whole time that he was six
1: months, yes,
0: right. So yeah. when that so when that photograph was taken you were upstairs living with
1: Yes. Your other yes, I was with them. So so interesting that I have two brothers, you know, I never mentioned in my films. They are older than me like 10 years, the other one is
0: 13 years older than me. But they were Well don't we see Wait, 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 wait. We see one of them in Red. Uh, do we? At the grave. Yes, site. we see don't him. Isn't that yeah, your brother? we see
1: him there. You're right. Very good. Yes, but for some reason in that films they're not they're not in my memories because they are always separate you know they were always in the <laughs> yeah. the, the R R house because we had a kind of a duplex like my aunt and mm-hmm. my grandma were living uh, uh, upstairs when i say aunt i'm talking about like paternal like my my uh, father's sister and my father's uh, uh-huh. mother so and my brothers there is no right. memory of of them That at that time period with them like I was like they were gone like I have no idea what they were doing that's so interesting like no I don't know their emotions I don't know what they felt about that all this process zero and we never talk about that honestly they're a little bit men you know men macho men so they don't want to talk about these things when I ask them what they feel
0: about They're both older than you, yeah, right? Yeah, 10
1: years older than... The the younger is 10 years older than me, and the oldest one is 13 years older than me. So when I was 9, the youngest one, uh, 19 years old, and my oldest one, 22 years old. So they were, like, working, but they were still living in the same household with us.
0: But they were living downstairs with your parents while you were living upstairs? So
1: what happens? Uh, my mom, my dad and two brothers again three siblings were living all together but when my uh, parents uh, went to hospital and my mom uh, went to stay with my dad my two brothers continued to live that apartment by themselves and i went upstairs with my living with my aunt and uh, grandma and i again i have zero zero memories of them at that time period nothing you know nothing
0: and but and but do you have any childhood memories of spending any time with your brothers, or were they so much older than you that they they never really oh, dealt with ben, you? That you're
1: getting so deep, I feel like therapy right now. So let me think of. <laughs> <laughs> they were always kind of protected of me. this is what I remember. I mean, mm-hmm. never. I I grew up very tough neighborhood. So since I have two older brothers than me, uh, no one was dealing with me. Not touching with me. I was kind of <laughs> under protection. Uh, I would say. I mean, I felt their existence, like the brothers, as brothers, but never. I won't say, especially the youngest one. He wasn't around that much. But my older brother is kind of the father figure. It took my father' place. He is the first guy who took me. Who took me the movie when I was nine years old. The Home, home Alone was playing. We went to see Home Alone, but uh, there were there was no ticket, so I had to see a Ninja Turtles one. So. Ninja Turtles one become my first movie I have seen in the theater. So at that same t- t- time period, so my, my, when my father died, that I remember very clearly. That's that might be uh, I don't know when it released. Maybe it's I think after my father died. Maybe they took me to feel better because Home Alone is a Christmas movie. Am I right, Ben? So I think it should be right. Like yeah, my fa- my dad uh, died in November, so they took me. I think movie he took me a movie to feel that way. I guess.
0: Yeah, but you wound up in Ninja Turtles, and I can see. I can see that influence. Uh, in yeah, thank you so much. Yes.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, Home alone is a better film though. Home alone is a better film than Ninja Turtle. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. I think I don't know. I, I absolutely yeah. it is. I mean that's not this is, that's not this is, saying anything. Okay. The bar is pretty low. low. Yeah, is yeah, you're right. Yeah. But the the movies tell the story or the stories of your parents and it's interesting to to me that the stories that they tell or that you tell about them, some of those same stories, they change from film to film, like the circumstances behind your parents moving from Bulgaria to Turkey, like depending on who's telling that story, uh, it sounds different. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so and go ahead. I suppose if I had to say or if you had to sort of narrow down whose perspective we're hearing this the story of two photographs from and and whose perspective the story of dad's apple is from, it's it's I would say it's yours. Like it's your memories of of the circle of what or it's or it's what you heard from your parents about. About the stories that we hear in two photographs, like, for example, in two photographs, there's the story of your father punching out a security guard who asked him for his papers or his ID. Um, And I think you say that this happened at work at your father's job.
1: And I cannot see that. But then you
0: also say that your father was drunk. And so I wanted to, I was, are you saying that your father would drink on the job or that was the story? He
1: went to job uh, drunk or tipsy. I don't know Whatever it is. Uh, I I think this is another great question. The dead's apple, 100% based on my observation and my memories. That's apple. Two photographs, I will say it's 70, 75% based on... uh, Or 80%, I can even say, my mom's memories about uh, how they uh, lived, you know, in Bulgaria and Turkey. A little bit my own observation, uh, but 80%, I would definitely say, based on my mom's. And Dad Zeppel is 100% as a child, how how I remember my dad. And two photographs, the film is about a piece, both of them. Revzai is a piece just about my mom and dad's apple is a piece about my dad and me so that's a kind of i try to
0: establish that that absolutely is is how they read although i want to say that even though yes two photographs is sort of the story of both of them it it leans a little bit more towards the details about your dad Mm -hmm. and some of the sort of anecdotes including that that punching the security guard in the face anecdote um but maybe the one that's the most interesting to try to figure out what we're looking at and what we're supposed to interpret from this is, is Revza. If the first and the third movie are more about your dad, what's interesting to me is that the second, the centerpiece of this trilogy and the and the longest part of it. And I think Revza is longer than the other two yes, films combined. Yes, for
1: sure. Yes, there. Revza is 47 minutes, another two, if you put them together, 23 minutes.
0: So really, the heart of this trilogy is your mom, but maybe more specifically, your, your view of your mother, your relationship with your mother, but also Revza is interesting to me because it's hard to tell sometimes whether you're presenting your mom in the way that you see her, or it's more about her presenting herself and her worldview and her view of her life from her perspective. And and it's also interesting to try to figure out what how you feel about that and what how you see her, Mm -hmm. because like we see this amazing monologue at the end of Revza where she is talking about life, uh, about her life, about being sort of dragged from Bulgaria into this life of, as she describes it, like servitude to uh, your father's family. And your father himself. He used the
1: word slavery. Um, actually, slave. Honestly, very harsh.
0: Right, so. and in, and interestingly, in Dad's Apple, we sort of get some reenactments of what the th- of the things that she may have been talking about, where she's washing his hair for him, and she's doing all these, yeah, you know, sort of like, yeah. right, she's like there to groom him. I found myself wondering how you feel about that, and how typical that kind of monologue was or is for her. It made me wonder. Does Amir see his mom in this way? Is this is this a typical thing? Did he did he go to Turkey to make this movie about her and he knew at some point he was going to capture her doing her standard like woe is me, this was my miserable life? Or was this not typical for her? Is that sort of late at night holding a lamp to her face sort of like bearing her soul? Is that was that something that isn't That excerpt
1: starts with no uh, light. Uh, because right. uh, and I just realized that uh, it's getting dark and I, I wasn't sure. I just find a little table lamp there and I give her. I mean, she doesn't hold this and sit down there. She use this little lamp. She uses this lamp to read the book. You know, hold this thing. That's the purpose purposes. But I wanted to get extra light there. So yeah, she doesn't hold her face, but she holds read this book in 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 the in the real
0: circumstance. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but I mean, you, you make it very clear that the, the whole scene is sort of, she's it's almost against her will. It really, it, the way it reads is that you're waking her up. She's like laying down, and you're sticking the microphone on her collar, and you're trying to... Yes. You know, is that your mom? Is she the kind of woman who, that's her sort of daily rant to anyone who will listen? Or that is a moment of honesty for her that isn't a typical...
1: Well, I, don't, I, I want to... What? interview that moment honestly uh I didn't wait her tonight time to ambush but I think the next day I needed to go to America so that was the my last time to kind of make the interview you know this that's the thing and my mom is really yes you're right I especially put that part you know, so people can see that how am I torturing her, kind of, you know, like, that That was the only chance to film it, otherwise I was going to come here. And I really wanted to have one more interview with her. I interviewed with her before, but uh, I I couldn't go that deep. There was no time, or there were people around, and we were alone, night time, and I said, Mom, let's do this. I woke her up, and we did this interview.
0: Had you heard that speech before, and and in your head were like, before I leave, I need to get her to tell the story of how she feels about leaving Bulgaria and how she felt about being about how she felt about uh, her dad's, uh, your dad's family, and how she felt about her relationship with him. Or did you not know? Did were, were you hearing those things for the first time from her that night?
1: Oh well, she always talk about that, her life very explicit about that. The thing is, though, for example. Uh, my the way my mom sees herself in the film she's like kind of pessimistic like a how can I say like passive like you know she like she doesn't look like an active woman but she raised the uh, three kids in Turkey by herself she's like she can be really badass so that's a kind of bothers me uh how she sees herself you know she says like how she describes herself in the film and um, but uh, but that film is kind of a turnout that, like, description of herself is mostly how she sees herself. You know, that film mostly how it is. So there is a, like a moment at the, at the at the end, dancing. She said, Emir, you show me all miserable so far. I said, no, I didn't show you. That's, that's how you, what you did. And I filmed it, Mom. I said, so show me when I am dancing. Okay. I filmed it last scene, when she's dancing. Show me when I am drawing. I did it, but it didn't go to the cut because it did, I didn't like the shots and there is one moment in the film my mom goes outside and gets hang, hangs hangs around with the friends if you see that remember like with the neighbor they eat together so for example i included that scene i think i f- i don't feel like very powerful in a dramatic way that scene but i think it was the only scene that it shows that my mom's life is not that miserable like she has
0: friends she has support system around her Listen, absolutely. I have it in my notes that the scene where she is having that feast with all those neighborhood girls, uh, we see a side of her that we don't get to see in the whole rest of the movie, and in fact, in any of the three movies. Yes, and and it's wonderful to see, and it's also, in a way, I feel maybe for you, but even for me, sad and almost heartbreaking because there is this subtle undercurrent of the fact that she. Does not ha, is not able to have that relationship with your children and with with I think you'd only had Rafi at the no. time and she talks about the fact that she's playing with these she girls instead Rafi. of, instead yeah. of Rafi you know and so it's sad because she's so she's wonderful with those yes. kids.
1: She she and, has and grandkids you know, you, right now like from my other two brothers, especially my mm-hmm. older brother. Kids are very close to very very close to her, but of course it's not the same like my kids and their kids. They're different kids. Like uh, I mean kids, the children. Uh, you know what, like last year, just before this COVID pandemic uh, started, uh, we were in Turkey first time. Uh, and I took my kids and he, she saw them um, blood and flesh for the flesh and blood first time in person. So
0: Oh, wow, this was the first time.
1: In, yeah, it was always online before that.
0: And so how was it when she finally got to see your kids in the flesh and blood?
1: Very good. Very good. Very good. Very nice. Very nice. I mean, I was going to film it, but I prefer to experience yeah. it. Yeah. I just didn't want to be... I didn't want to do my job. <laughs> I just want to be. I enjoy the moment. That was very nice.
0: Well, there is there is the story that's kind of... Uh, an elephant in the room throughout all three of the movies. Uh, it's it's sort of referenced, but we never go into any detail. And I realize I don't know anything about this, even though, um, you know, I've been able to spend some time with you over the years at the festivals, and especially the year that you got to be on the Golden Badger jury. Uh, but that story is the story of you, and the story of you making the decision to leave Turkey and come to the U.S. Um. I'd be interested to hear that story. Uh, and, and I'm well, wondering, is, is that a story you plan on making into a film or video at some point?
1: There is a, there is a future film coming. About a future film? Uh, yes. That's this summer. I'm, I think end of May, it's going to be done filming. And I will start to edit my life here, like comp, uh, integrating with other people's life. One is Cecilia Condit. She's going to be in your festival. She was very close to me. Other one is going to be... Uh, Orthodox Jewish uh, doctor, like a nurse practitioner. she's a, He's a very close friend. And also uh, one uh, artist, uh, black video artist. So a combination of three, how I see them and my relationship, plus my family and all this, how I felt coming here and my feelings and thoughts about the United States is coming. For okay. You. Well, then <laughs> let's
0: let's like, save that conversation later when we can talk about that film sure but sure. but i will say that in i found it really interesting that in revza your mom uh, tells you that her friends say to her or maybe even her relatives say uh amir saved his life meaning amir that you saved your life by leaving i think by leaving turkey and going to the u.s is that yeah, the impression? Yeah,
1: this, it... this, this, is, this is what they meant, that because I'm living in the United States, they are thinking that I say my life. I'm, I'm having a very good life. But if I was in Turkey, I already had a very good job before I came here. I had a kind of a 10-year track job in, at the college, age of 23, age of 24. So if I went back to United Turkey, right now I was an associate professor and I was making good money. So I, there, it is not a like a uh like actually by staying here i make (laughs) i made myself more miserable (laughs) (laughs) poorer, poorer. you know like that's (laughs) that's not the thing you know but i'm happy my wife is here i'm happy that with my family i think it was the right decision but yes in the film that is what they meant like by coming united states i say my life because i have much better uh life condition here at least at least they think
0: did you make – is two photographs and especially the, the – as you mentioned before, the scene at the end where you're talking to your mom and you're on camera. Was that before you left for the U.S. or afterwards and you'd come oh, back? Oh, just much
1: before. the oh, it two is. Two photographs. Uh, I filmed that two thousand two thousand five 2005, that moment in the film. It was – and the film made in 2012. So I filmed that as a kind of a documentation of my family history and – and I knew that I was going to use it one day. And then when I made this film, it is my first film in the United States I made. There was a like, movie I made when I was a graduate student, my, my thesis, and it was screened at Wisconsin Film Festival too. like Oil, oil Wrestling. It's about oil wrestling uh, in Turkey. The guys put oil and they wrestled. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. then that's the, my first film, two photographs I made in Turkey, uh, uh, I made in the United States. And it is the... It took like two years of time making that film. And it is the. Even, even Rev Zah was much shorter than production time than the two photographs. Yeah. It took really long time for me to find the form, form this film. Like, it didn't just come up to my idea reframing pictures. There were different things. I tried and I tried and I didn't like it. I just didn't like it. The first idea was just using photographs, different photographs, and they, it just turned into a slideshow. And I didn't like that. And I decided to use more video. I didn't like either. It just doesn't give the same feeling. And then I came up with this idea. The first photograph, they were taken together. And the last photograph, they were taken together. And then it developed.
0: Yeah, it's a it's a wonderful idea. And, and that, that makes me ask a question I should have asked much earlier on, which is at what point did you realize you were making a trilogy like uh, when you made two photographs did you have this second, thought?
1: Second film when I do the second film I remember you had me guest you organized the event uh, for the what's Pete Pete Show what is the Pete Show puppet? oh yeah
0: um, director's cut with Pete Schwab yeah.
1: yes yes thank you for uh, putting me there so Pete was asking me that how do you know the third film is going to be in the Wisconsin film and I said oh, I'm going to bribe I'm going to bribe. I said, I'm going to bribe them. So
0: I just talked, think about that. Did that make it that. onto the air? I don't remember. Yes,
1: it did, don't did, it did. <laughs> you were there too, like Ben and uh, Jim. Or yeah. you needed to leave. The gym Jim was there, I guess. Anyway, so yeah, that's the moment when I finished the second film. And uh, the original idea was Ben taking my mom to the Bulgaria to finish this trilogy. Mm. But she didn't want to go. She said, I don't want to go. I'm scared, scared of going there. It's not safe. They were just excused. Just she didn't. She didn't want to do it. So, uh, and then I decided to made a film about my father instead, and and it, I came came up with the dad's apple. It's, it also took some time to put in a film form. Uh, like I needed to find a, some kind of a narrative arc, just moves instead of like. You know, just event by event. It goes kind of in a chronologically, but I added this uh, Apple detail so yeah. to create this, this uh, curiosity, the whole film.
0: It made me wonder how much each film is a reaction to the one that you made before it or a reaction to the two. Because it is true that each, although these are, uh, you know, clearly... All mining the same subject matter, and they are a trilogy. I mean, t- but it's interesting to me how different the forms are from film to film. Yes, because two photographs and revs are completely different from each other, and then Dad's Apple is its own thing, also. And so, were you consciously like, "Yes, I'm going to make this third film," or "Yes, I'm going to make this second film," but I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I—it's important to me to have it be a completely different form.
1: You know, in graduate school they were like asking us here, like they're writing an artist statement. and So I was always uh, defining myself as a kind of observational documentarist, like mostly like participatory, like most of it the Revza style. But later on, I realized that this form, observational films, doesn't fit, like observational uh, style doesn't fit all stories. You know, I cannot tell like the by using this style of uh, film about happened in the past you know so what I thought is in the first one again uh so this, this is the first one I didn't know how am I going to make the second one and third one it right. just happened voiceover and based on photographs second one is the best way of capturing my family was my mom was uh, this observational and plus participatory style like not just being observational and also uh, being active participant to the situations happening in front of the camera. So that's uh, another choice. Because if it, it was if it was passive, there was be no there will be no conversation between mom, my mem, between me and my mom. Uh, so I decided that I need to put myself in the film and I need to ask questions to her because that's going to be also if I don't hear her opinions just. If I just observe her and I, I didn't hear her opinions about life, something was going to be missed. So this is the reason I went to like observational plus participatory. And the last one, uh, again, I just wanted to make a documentary about my dad. I don't have any other documents than photographs, and I just didn't want to make a film about just the photographs. I wanted to use reenactments, and I wanted to be on 60 millimeters. I didn't want to use actors. Then, other than me and my son, I just wanted to be more authentic. I don't know, when, and yeah, I just think about which form would represent most my story, and then I choose it. I was not crazy. I'm, I'm not crazy. Maybe if you ask me this question ten years ago, I would just, oh, I'm an observational filmmaker. Uh, I'm, I like that style a lot, but I think it is not enough, in I think it's not enough to. It's not good enough for everything, you know, so there are other storytelling elements and I don't mind choosing them anymore.
0: Well, I mean, I think that you, I mean, first of all, you as a person are are so interesting and charismatic and um, charming and and interesting. (laughs) (laughs) But but I also think that that. That you know some a filmmaker like you doesn't really need to worry so much about sticking to a specific filmmaking style because yeah. your voice uh, comes through no matter what kind of film you're making Thank and you. so you know that that I love that film you made about the the farm auctions yeah um, <laughs> you know but and you're and your your perspective and your presence is all over that film just as much yes, as the is. ones that we're watching this week that are all yeah. about you and your family.
1: Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Yeah. That's okay. a great compliment
0: so here okay here here's a question i was trying to ask a couple minutes ago but it, and it leads me to another question but but the, um so in, back in two photographs we see this interview you're still in turkey with your mom and she and you're you know you're only you're only wearing like shorts or under underwear or something <laughs> and boxer shorts i think and uh, you know you're a skinny little Under-ish. string bean which is what how i was yes. back in those in that <laughs> time was, and your mom calls you underfed yeah um, which is interesting because you're still i guess living with her at that point right so she's the one I
1: was in I was working in a different city in a college I was also start to work I just came for a vacation oh, okay. uh, in the summertime I was away from home
0: Right. So then was she happier with your weight when you came back and did Revza with her? Right now you...
1: she right now she called me a fat fat like <laughs> so a there's fat no person. Look at me. He no, no, like she's right. Like, like I gained fifty five pounds since I came to the United States, Ben. That's not a joke. I mean Yeah, but you should always been... say
0: to her, But mom, you called <laughs> me underfed when I was yeah. <laughs> at my fighting Right meet, now. So.
1: Right now it's uh so, yeah, you didn't want to hear what she calls me. But she just,
0: <laughs> Well she calls you a uh, psycho. We hear a lot of what she calls you in these Yes,
1: films. <laughs> yes. That's that's yeah, we like we I mean when we talk for example, Serac when my wife comes there, she thinks we are fighting still on the phone. Ooh, 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 like the way we talk is kind of we are yelling at each other, but how can I say but
0: But that conversation about being underfed and then you oh, know Oh, yeah. But that led me to thinking about something that I have talked to you about before, which is that uh, some of my favorite parts are your films. And it's interesting to me that there are, you know, more than one of these things where you indulge yourself. And I just can't get enough of it, of these sort of mini kind of process films that seem to involve people cooking and eating. And so in Revza, we get this. Sequence that I never get tired of watching where your mom is making those. I mean, I call them donuts, but they're not. They're not a sweet. What are those things? What do they call them in Turkey? I know in Turkey, but I mean,
1: they have different names in different regions, that kind of things. Mm. We call it a kolac, K-O-L-A-C, kolac, like a C-H. It's just a, it's just a dough. Uh, and frying—that's what it is.
0: It's fried dough. Fried it's dough. not necessarily. It's more like a sweet. fried, like a dinner roll or something, and not yes. a. It's not a yes. dessert, but it, no, 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 no. But it looks like it looks so much like a donut. And then yes. she brings out what turns out to be this sour cherry compost. compost. Um, yeah, <laughs> and, but which also looks like I you love know. It. Oh, maybe this is a sweet sort of. Strawberry or raspberry dipping sauce for these donuts, and that's uh, where they get their sweetness. And I'm like, no, this looks actually more like a borscht or something. And uh, <laughs> and, you know, and and they're having a savory meal. That's that's like you were having like lunch or dinner, right? That's not a just yes, a snack. Yes, it
1: was it was a like kind of a brunch time. Oh, a brunch. When we okay. Pyeongch, it was a kind of a between breakfast and the lunch. Yes, and I love that. I especially ask, ask her to do that, and I like her compote uh so so nice, and when I go home, basically, I just lie down and she she feeds me. This is what I do, but anyway, like about this cooking thing though uh ben you 're right, I love the film tanks like I like the film rituals, mm-hmm. and the cooking is of, I like the great ritual to me it is a mm-hmm. beginning and middle and an end natural like a kind of climax when you the cook is the food is ready and you learn lots of cultural information from the food you learn lots of uh, information about the person when you talk with them when they cook so in my new film, it's going to be cooking scenes. I love cooking scenes. I love it, and it will be more.
0: <laughs> in in Revza, at the end, when you talked about that your mom was like, show me dancing, and then she brings you into it, so you're dancing with her. And so that was her idea. I mean, it yes. seems like her idea. But yes, I have to say that when you are dancing in Dad's Apple as your dad, you seem much less dance. Avert. Like You seem much more into the idea of dancing, and you actually have got some moves. So is that you channeling your father, or are you really in real life usually more of a dancer than you than you pretend to be in Rebza:
1: uh, I don't really dance unfortunately in my real life that much at least in front of the public, but uh
0: well you know who has got some moves is Rafi
1: he's great oh, in that yes. scene. <laughs> he's just he just yeah yeah he just jumped from the bed uh, out. And start to dance. Oh, he's got like some uh, sideways hit this, Yes, that like that's Yes. Good. You know what? I would like to talk about that, but how can I say? Uh, in Dad's apple, it was much more. It's a performance of my dad. Mm-hmm. I was just trying to depict him more. You know, you don't really move like you when you're a man. You just your movements becomes like right. slower, and you yeah. know, like. Goes in a like as if it's small motion. I just try to do that, but in even in Revza, I don't think I am dancing. My mom is forcing. I don't. I don't know. Like it's it, <laughs> it was a strange moment. I wouldn't say I'm. I'm a really. I don't know. I'm. I don't think I dance in front of the public. But but yeah. my, my 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 but Rafi though. First of all, Rafi, I watched and Ravian and watched lots of poker videos. Because I told Rafi that he should have poker face from the whole film. And then YouTube, on YouTube, we watch lots of poker with face videos with people are playing poker and show his faces. I said, no emotion, Rafi. Don't try to be sad. Don't try to be happy. Just a poker face. And he he did a great job about that. And also, we watched his dancing videos and I told Rafi, this is how we dance in Turkey. and uh, He just, you know, you said that he has great moves. He just like, shaking his booty he's just coming from that yeah this that was such a i think he did he was five years old at that moment and I, I think i don't know we spent lots of film he looks really sad Like i think he did i can't believe he did a great job I, I i i didn't expect that that yeah i don't know yeah anyway
0: he uh he does do a great job and he's great at the poker face and i really was thinking when i was watching it last night like yeah he does a does a great job of sort of screen acting, which is like more is less uh, yeah, and less you. is more. Less yeah,
1: is more. I said that don't try to do just, yeah, just just, just poker face. And this is right. what he tried to do the whole film.
0: But did you, I also thought, oh, this is kind of a little, this must be weird for him, uh, the whole concept. And I wasn't sure how much he understood what the film was about. Did he understand that you were playing your uh, dad and that, that he's looking at a so, dead body and that kind no, of stuff? No, he
1: didn't know of that. He didn't really understand that. Uh, He didn't really, really... I think the first time he saw was... We had a screening at Museum of Wisconsin Arts. Uh, It's the first time he saw the whole piece. And... His friends were dead. uh, Rafi's friend was there, I remember. Rafi's friend is racist. And, oh, were we dead in that scene? Like a 5 years old kid asked me that. Uh, And that was the first... Rafi and we were on the stage. And Rafi answered the question that I think my dad my, my dad was dead and anyway during the question during the filming he wasn't really he knew I was dead but we really didn't film that as if right I am dead in the scene so he just didn't understand what's really happening quiet uh, but when he watched the film uh, totally he kind of get the idea of what's happening in the film uh, I hope we didn't damage his childhood with this film <laughs>
0: well and whenever i've seen him he seems like a perfectly well perfect thank you thank you ben running around the stage at shannon hall at the university
1: that was Um, fun that was thank you
0: but i want to talk about um two other rituals that come up in your in your in the films we watched i watched last night The uh, the, another one, and this is another wonderful little process film in the middle of your film, Rebza, where your mom is doing um, laundry. And I wanted to ask, and I was watching it with my wife last night, and uh, I said, what is it? Why is this happening? And she said, I don't know. And I could have looked it up, but I didn't. Your mom breaks some eggs and then puts the eggshells in this little bag and then puts those eggshells in with the laundry. What is the purpose of the eggshells when it comes to laundry?
1: So first of all, ninety percent, eighty percent laundry she does uh, with machine. But when we were dead there, the laundry machine was broken, so mm-hmm. she went back to the old school, and it, it turned into a great scene yeah. uh, for the film. And in regards to eggshells, she thinks it is uh, helps to whitening the clothing. Because of the calcium, I guess. Hmm. Uh, that was her. Uh, her. Uh, this is why why she does that. She puts uh, when the white clothes uh, boils in the hot water, she yeah. puts uh, eggshells. This is what she does.
0: Have you ever so seen those. anyone else do that?
1: Not really. I I haven't seen, but I know that she has been doing this for. Uh, like I, I remember from my childhood, she does that.
0: Yeah.
1: And that that's so interesting that the kitchen in this... when I revsa. You know that scene reminds me the the Char- Charlie Chaplin. It was in the movie the the, the Gold Rush. I where guess where eats they his
0: get,
1: shoe. Yeah, he gets hung hungry. You know, he boils the shoe and eats yeah. that. It is in the kitchen. She does mm-hmm. the laundry in the same mm-hmm. location. I don't know. It's so it's a, so weird scene that you know. I really didn't have any intention to show her in a bad condition in my film. That in Revza, I just I just wanted to film how she lives. I just wanted to reflect how what she thinks about herself. And it turned out to... Like, I know that she thinks about herself negative and the mm-hmm. life conditions are... She is living it not the best. But and the, 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 when she watched the film, though, she said uh, she didn't have anything about the content I created or I film it and edit it. Everything is true. She doesn't say... She only said that, why did you show our miserable life to people? My my miserable life to people, and I said that, mom, your life is not miserable, and I just wanted to share your how, how you live and how you survive in this life to people. I said, but there was no complaint about the uh, accuracy. I will say that, like, oh, you misrepresent me. No, there was nothing about that at all. He just she was felt a little bit uncomfortable, and I think she likes the film. She likes the most the two photographs out of the uh, out of the three. Well, Sir she favorite. says
0: in that film, you'll show us to Americans like we always live like this. Are her circumstances and uh, different than they were uh, drastically than when you grew up? I mean, is she living in a smaller place than she was? Uh,
1: she's in a better place. But the thing is, I think she's referring to the laundry scene there because the uh, machine was broken mm. and she okay. had to do i think i think it is referring there to that moment but she still washes well, things hand every once in a while so it is not a fictive or momentary street like it she did all this amount of laundry because laundry was not working mm-hmm. for example i can i could have just taken to the laundromat you know but she wanted to do hand she wanted the hand wash because she thinks it's better and every once in a while, she still hand-washed her, her own clothes. So that, I think that was referring to that. Uh, You're going to show us as if we are living always like that. I think she's re- referring to the uh, doing laundry with her hands.
0: Right. Okay, so now we're down to the last ritual that I want to talk about. And this is a, a very sensitive Go ahead, <laughs> subject. <please. Go> ahead. <laughs> I don't even know how to get into this. or And, ahead, and also, please. I feel like... Uh, the answer is going to just show my ignorance because I maybe it's just a very obvious normal thing. Lord. In 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 Dad's apple, uh, your father has cancer and is dying, and you say that you there was a hastily arranged circumcision for you, yes, uh, so that your dad could see you become a man, yes. before he died. So yes. I'm Jewish in the in the Jewish religion, and I think. It, it,
1: Actually, more yeah.
0: you know, anyone who gets circumcised these days is getting circumcised like you know Baby. months after they're born, and, and 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 you don't have that memory. uh But is it? <laughs> yeah, go ahead, tell me about circumcision yeah, uh, in, your, in your culture.
1: Yeah, it's not fun. I mean, maybe right now, maybe it's more common. They are doing it the, when they're babies right now. Maybe in Turkey, maybe not. I don't know, but it's still common. The age is better. Uh, the, I think. If I wasn't circumcised, I think I would be circumcised when I was twelve. So Wow. Yeah, they would wait that long. I th- I think I think mostly the maximum you go to end of fifth grade, uh they wait. Uh and I d I don't think I was gonna be circumcised at that moment. I think I would be a ten, eleven or twelve years old. I don't know. I was going to the third grade, it's the summer of the third grade and yes this is and it's a big event so they said that there are like three main stages of being a man the first one is circumcision second one is doing your uh, obligatory army service and mm. the third one is third one is getting married so circumcision is a kind of a first step for being man i did three i think i didn't really serve i paid money to instead of serving in army but uh Yeah, yeah, that's related with that, being a man. Uh, But but how
0: traumatic is it or was it for you?
1: Yeah. Uh, ah, it's. I remember every single moment, so I don't. I don't want. I don't want to recall that. Yes, it was. Uh, I don't want to go to the details of my circumcision, but uh, it's really. Uh,
0: but you're uh, saying it's a big event, and I know that. I know yo,
1: that. you You know, like a wedding, you have a big ceremony. Yes. And no, I know and that, and it.
0: they do that. They call it a bris in the in the Jewish religion. In Jewish yes, thing. Okay. And and all your friends and relatives come over, like your parents. You know, everyone yes. in the family yep. and re- they come over, and there's a guy who does it. It's like a ritual thing he says yes, prayers and yes. stuff but you're a baby but are you saying a similar thing happened in front of a bunch of people with you as a 10 year old
1: i was nine years old and i went to they took me to the hospital but that some people does that uh, in a kind of uh in front of everyone so like a kind of it happened that kind of celebration they have like special people uh, like surgeons i will say i don't know mm-hmm. if they're trained for that they will go come to do this kind of ceremonies they do it at home uh, but uh, I went to my aunt, my father's uh, sister, who's a pharmacist. Who was a pharmacist? She passed away recently, like a three, four years ago. So I went to the hospital that she was working, and there was a pediatrician, I guess, uh, who did my circumcision. But it was really, uh, I, they don't put you in sleep. They just local anesthetize. I can't Sheesh. believe I am talking about this band. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> Circle vision details. it's not. It's not. It's not. No, no. It's just. I'm about. But it is like nine years old. But people can go up to twelve years old. Maybe I was lucky. I mean, having a nine years old. You have this specific costume that I was, Rafi, my son was wearing. My mom sent it from Turkey for this film, and that's like a beautiful a, they, outfit. They, yeah, they dress you like a. Kings and princes that you right. walk around, you know. Yeah. I remember that my older aunt told me that. Oh, it's nothing. They're just gonna put a red, red, red bow on your penis. That's it. They're not gonna cut anything or anything. I, I believed her, but later on I thought they. I realized that it's referring to the red bow is the the blood and the. What do you call this Band-Aid? Not the band the wh- white, you know, when you yeah, have gauze, a scar. Yeah, gauze, like a band. Gas, yeah, gas and the blood. They was, she was referring to the red, red ribbon to that. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Yes.
0: Do you think your kids are going to tell your story someday the way you've attempted to tell your parents' stories? And if they do, what is the story you think they might tell?
1: I, I hope my kids become doctors or lawyers in the United States first of all, uh, <laughs> so first they nothing. Not artist. hopefully not
0: during like, a pandemic. I mean, that yeah, not
1: the pandemic, a... not the pandemic. Well, if they decided to go an artist, uh, I will be so happy and honored if they decided to go make film about me. And I don't know how I feel about the product later on, and I don't know how would they see me, but I will be hundred percent so happy about if they decided to do that i mean i am really camera shy believe or not i don't really like to be filmed but uh in this circumstance you know if my kids want to make a film about me i think i will be really delightful delighted about that so okay i want to thank you to please include this to in the recording mm-hmm. i want to thank you a lot to wisconsin film festival i think it's the organization institution you have been supporting me since I've been in the United States and making film. Like People like me, like, who were emerging. Right now, I feel myself a little bit more established, maybe because of you. But I get huge support from the Wisconsin Film Festival and organizers, you, uh, Ben Riser, and Jim Haley. I really, really appreciate that you supported me really, really uh, early time of my career. And you are still supporting me. Thanks for organizing this event. I really appreciate for that. I really like feel comfortable around you and I really feel like you're respecting my work and me. Thanks so much.
0: Well, it's been our pleasure to be able to share your work with people. We we think you're a great filmmaker and a great guy to have around. And so (laughs) let's keep doing it. Thank you. Can't wait for this feature. I'm excited. Thank you.